Hello, and welcome to Theory Lab. Thanks for listening. I'm Joe Cotter of the American Cancer Society's Research Department. Had a really nice conversation with Dr. Anna Saracy at uh, UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Her ACS-funded project is on quantitative imaging to personalize therapy in HER2-positive breast cancer. And my colleague, the good Dr. Susanna Greer, spoke with her. Susanna, why did you want to speak with Dr. Saracy? Hey, Joe, and hey, everybody. So I wanted to talk to Anna for a couple of reasons. The The first was her research is, oh, it's quite frankly, it's super cool. She is a biomedical engineer and what she spends a lot of time thinking about is imaging. So imaging breast tumors and applying all the information that you get from that image to a personalized approach to breast cancer therapy. She is a fantastic speaker and she's so motivated about the impact that her research and her field is having on how we care for women with breast cancer, how we treat them. Um, she was really inspirational to talk to. So I think you're gonna I think you're gonna really enjoy this. Okay, thanks Susanna. Let's um let's listen to the conversation. Hi Anna, how are you? Hi, thank you. I'm good. Thanks for having me. We are so excited to hear from you and hear what you've been up to. I think um, our audience would really benefit from just understanding exactly what you've been up to. Can you talk to us? Give us your elevator pitch. Tell us what your research is all about. Sure. So I am a biomedical engineer by training, and my research focuses around developing advanced imaging strategies to detect early whether breast cancer tumors are responding to therapy. And the eventual goal is to uh, not just be able to monitor and predict response, but to be able to guide those therapy um, uh, therapy interventions and, um, and inform and better inform the clinical decision-making for oncologists. Oh, gracious. What a... Fantastic job, number one, and what a huge need you're meeting for the American Cancer Society. So thanks. We are excited about all the wonderful things you're doing. I, I imagine there's not just one challenge, but we'd love to hear what's the biggest challenge, I guess, I, two-part question. So what's the biggest challenge maybe facing your field? And then also kind of what keeps you up at night when you think about what your lab's working on? Sure. So right now, um, one of the biggest challenges is is that, so imaging gives us a non-invasive picture of what's going on in the body, right? And so our ideas are that we can take um, that information and we can really fully see how the tumor is both developing and responding to therapy. Um, one of the biggest challenges is, is that we have these pictures um, and we need to be able to apply um, numbers to these pictures to be able to, I say, well, if you're a 10, your tumor's responding. If it's a 5, it's not responding. And so that's um, so one of the challenges is actually validating um, those metrics. And that is where um, we get into a lot of preclinical or animal-based models is that we can actually go in and try to validate what we are seeing before translating that information into the clinical setting. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe the models you're using, the challenges you're facing in, in your research? I, I think that would be really interesting to hear. 
Yeah, so every, um, like every person is different, every tumor is very different. And so um, that is one of the biggest challenges that I think spans oncology research um, and is definitely a challenge in our field. And so um, one of the things that we see is that um, maybe 90% of a tumor might be similar to, um, to the other portions, but then you might have 10% that looks very different um, when you're looking at the images, and then when, if you, when you're able to pull it out, it also looks very different. And so the biggest challenge is identifying how to treat effectively both parts of that tumor because the goal is to treat the tumor completely and have it go away. And so we want to come up with the best strategy to personalize the treatment to every individual because every individual is very different. And that makes that makes research challenging. Absolutely. And you just said one of the key phrases that I think is on the tip of the tongue of everybody who is invested in cancer research, interested and engaged in cancer research, and that's personalized, right? Personalized medicine and personalized cancer therapies um, are kind of the holy grail right now. So how does your research kind of move the bar in personalized medicine? Yeah, absolutely. So personalized medicine takes into a lot of factors, right? It takes into um, your age. It takes into the genomics, your genetic status. It takes into um, all all different portions to kind of create the best um, clinical treatment plan for each um, for each tumor um, type. And so one of the things that is so great about imaging is that we don't get just a tiny portion of the tumor to assess like you might do with biopsy. What we're able to do is without surgically going in or doing any type of intervention that um, um, that may be complex in nature as far as it, it may be painful, you may have to go under anesthesia, so we're able to see what is going on without um, without any invasive procedures. And so imaging truly allows us to look at the um, molecular status of the tumor or the um, the changes in tumor biology, such as maybe vascularity or cellularity, and we're able to get a whole three-dimensional view um, and to be able to see um, differences in heterogeneity or size or structure. And so I really think that imaging should be integrated into all aspects of cancer care. You know, one of the things that I think can be the biggest challenge for a scientist is deciding where to do your research. And I, <laughs> one of the reasons I was interested to talk to you is not only that you're really moving the bar and how we apply imaging to, to research strategies in cancer, but you've also just relocated your lab and you're now at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So I think it it would be uh, it would help clarify a little bit about why you're so excited about what you're doing if you could tell us about where you work and the facilities available and what got you excited enough about UAB to make you move your lab um, and relocate and kind of start afresh in this new environment. Yes, absolutely, and that's a that's a multi um, faceted question, but I'm excited about it because 
UAB is a fantastic place to um, place to work and conduct cancer research and innovative research. And so it's it's really twofold. Um, one is that um, UAB has a very integrative, collaborative environment. So I work with for basically for researchers to do anything that brings innovation into um, clinical trials, and then very, our end goal is to not just clinical trials at a large academic hospital, but to really move that research then into standard of care into the community setting. For us to be able to do that, we have to work with fantastic cancer biologists who understand the underlying um, um, cellular and molecular status, um, translational researchers, which is where I um, consider myself. So bringing things from the preclinical setting into um, clinical trials, and then also fantastic clinicians, radiologists, oncologists, radiation oncologists. Um, we the list goes on and on. Pathologists of who of who we work with, and so we have to have a team for us to. Um, not just do innovative research, but impactful research. And so UAB has a great environment to um, inter, um, interconnect with people across a span of fields. Um, so I would say that's the first, um, that answers the first question. And then the second part of, of um, um, why research is so exciting here is that University of Alabama at Birmingham, although we're in a large city center, we're one of the few um, university medical centers in a wide area. So our clinical cancer care spans into uh, multiple states and multiple areas. Many people drive over 100 miles for um, for uh their their personal care, and so I really think we have the opportunity to look to um, impact a wide range of population. So, absolutely. So, when you have the opportunity to talk to cancer patients, what are you excited to share with them about what your field is doing and what you, in particular, are doing? Oh, that's a great question. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to go in translational uh, medicine and translational research was the opportunity to talk with um, um, cancer patients and talk with the patients that we are eventually trying to impact their cancer care. And they are, and they're an amazing group of women, so I do breast cancer research. So um, these women that are undergoing um, breast cancer treatment, they are willing to give of their time and energy and to participate in research that may not even affect them, but with the sole goal of affecting and hopefully impacting future um, future um, women that are undergoing the same uh, challenges that they are. And there's um this is um this is really this is really great. So they are excited about the potential and, and these women span from ages of twenty five to seventy five and they have the very different life stories and they're all unique and they're um and they all pull at your heartstrings a little bit and they are so willing to give up their time and so our goal is to be able to create the most effective therapeutic strategy while reducing the amount of toxic side effects. So we want to increase the efficacy from the, the current treatments that are available while reducing any additional toxicity needed. And we can use that 
by monitoring how the tumor is responding to therapy. And so, so, and these women are so excited to be a part of these studies and to, and to, um, basically fill any role that they can. And they have a lot going on, and they've just processed some of this information because we start their imaging usually within a week after diagnosis, and they are all full in and and just amazing people to work with. They really make the work worthwhile. Well, I know they are so incredibly grateful for what you and your colleagues are doing, and I hope you know that we are too. So best of luck in in everything. Um, I think I have one last question. I I think you have a really interesting background, and for a lot of people, it's not exactly obvious how someone with a background in biomedical engineering would become engaged in and excited about oncology research. So could you just share a little bit about that with us? You touched on it, but I'd like to know exactly what kind of led you to to this area. Sure. Sure. So biomedical engineering spans such a wide, uh, a wide range of applications. And I um, was learning and understanding kind of the wide range that I could go into what I wanted to be a part of was the translation from innovation into clinical care. So the um, so when we um, develop these novel advancements in hardware and software and computational strategies, um, it's it's so neat. But being able to take that information and put it into animal models for biological validation and and, and not and not all the studies are successful. But then picking out those best studies and pushing them into making a true impact into um, patients' health is, I mean, it, it drive it drives the research forward. And I think cancer um, cancer is one thing. It impacts. I don't know a single person that I've talked to that cancer um, of one sort or another um, has not impacted their life, whether that's through a friend or a relative or themselves or their um, their um, children. And so what we're hoping to do and through personalized care and through image-guided treatment is to um, make a difference so that we can really impact the way that we treat cancer care. And I do think that imaging strategies um, will allow us to better individualize treatments and um, guide clinical decision making. Well, thank you, Anna. I hope you know that we are so proud of you and grateful for all you're doing and looking forward to seeing some really exciting things from your lab. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. And um, and I know that there's a lot of other really fantastic work going out there that complements um, what I do and um, and what collaborators do as well. So, Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Anna. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye.